Welcome to the Writer Centre Stage podcast, where I chat to authors to get writerly advice and insights into their writing habits. Hi friends and welcome back to the interview podcast. Today I have with me dark fantasy author Jonah Ryan. Jo, thank you so much for being here with me today. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to talk to you and get into the questions but first could you please tell me a little bit about yourself and your books? Uh, yeah, so I'm, um, I'm an American author, um, independently published. I've only got one book out right now but I've got several more in the works and I'm super excited them all with you all today. Yes. Um, so are your books, are they all in the same world or are they in separate worlds? So far they're in the same world. I'm working on one series right now and then once I finish that one I'm going to go do something else. Perfect, perfect. So question one is when did you realize you wanted to be a writer? Oh gosh, um, <laughs> I've been writing stories since I was 12 years old. Um, probably even earlier than that, really. But um, for a while there, I kind of thought that I couldn't do it. Um, you know, that I had to have a real job and stuff like that. But about three years ago, I, I really started taking it seriously again, because I've been writing as a hobby the whole time. But I was like, you know, what? I can do this. And here I am. Yeah, perfect. Well, I'm really excited. Your book is next on my TBR. So I'm excited to dive into it. Um, and so the next question is, why did you choose self-publishing and would you ever consider a traditional deal and become a hybrid author? I've, uh, well, I chose self-publishing because I'd done a lot of research and um, I've read a lot of articles and talked to people and everything. And traditionally publishing originally, like when I was growing up, I thought that would be the best because I thought, oh, I just get to write my books and I don't have to do anything else <laughs> and I get paid money and I just get to sit there. But I've, I learned that that's not the case. You have to do just as much work and you have to worry about their deadlines and you don't even get to keep very much of the royalties traditionally published. Um, mm -hmm. Whereas self-publishing, I realized that you control your work so I don't have to worry about um, changing it to fit someone else's desires. I could do what I want to I could have my hands on it from start to finish. And I just felt like that was much more, much more what I had envisioned. Yeah, I totally got what you mean. The reason I chose to self-publish is because the stress that I, I, I have to say, I suppose the stress that I put on myself, if I ever give myself a deadline, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, the deadline's coming up, what am I gonna do? And I'm just thinking, if I had to do that with a traditional contract, I'd literally never make the deadline. <laughs> <laughs> um so we'll dive in with the next question which is early bird or night owl what is your typical writing routine early bird definitely um a little bit in the middle of the day too but most i feel most creative in the morning i have the most energy in the morning and i get a, i usually get up early enough that everyone else is still asleep so that's yes. also a, i can do it on my own without getting interrupted Yes, that is, that is me in a nutshell too. I love, I love working in the morning when everyone's still asleep. <laughs> I feel like it's one of those things where you can just, if everyone's still asleep, you can just get up and work. And then when they wake up and you go and do other things, you feel like you haven't wasted time where you could have been writing because you've already done it beforehand. Yeah. Um, and what tools and software do you use? 
I use um, I use a free version of Microsoft Word. It's called Open Office. Mm-hmm. Um, just Open Office Writer. It's kind of like a Word document, and um, I I use that for the writing, of course. And then Google Docs is very very handy. Um, yeah. I use it to share things with my editor and with beta readers. Um, and then for like marketing and stuff, I like to use Canva because mm-hmm. um, it can help you create graphics. And there's also a program called Later where you can use it to schedule your stuff in advance. So if you still work a normal job like I do, then you can schedule yourself stuff and it can be going out while you're at work and you don't have to worry about trying to do that. Yes, I love Later. Um, and I love the fact that it gives you 30 posts a month because then you can just do like the whole month in one go and it's great. Yes. Um, oh, this is a big question. So have you made any mistakes and how did you learn from them? Yeah. Um, so with my first book that came out, The Right Spargan, I was, um, I decided to publish before it was 100%. <laughs> and I actually had to push the publication back a couple of months because I had sent it out for uh, advanced reading and I realized there was a big problem with it and I had to pull it back and I had to hire an editor to help me fix it. But um, it's much better now that I fixed it. So I did learn from that. Um, and I'm pulling in editors and readers much earlier in the process on the book I'm working on right now. <laughs> so hopefully uh, we'll go without any hitches this next time around. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that sometimes you do actually have to make the mistakes to streamline the process and make it better. Yes, for sure. But yeah. Um, so what are you working on now? The, the book I'm working on right now is a prequel to the first book. Um, well, I had planned a trilogy and the title for the second book is a bit of a spoiler for the first book. So I didn't want to announce it yet. And so I had been working on some, um, backstories for some of the side characters and I kind of realized this amazing idea. And I was like, if I set all this up and people can read this to get to know more about the characters in the world. And that way I can put that in between the first and the second book. That way people have time to read the first book before the second one spoils it a little bit for them. No, that's, that's a really good idea. Um, so what kind of things will you be, is it like a story in between the two books or is it just backstories and like a, um, some people do like character profiles and stuff like that to give away. Mm-hmm. Is, is that what you're going to be doing? It's, um, I would say it's a full-fledged prequel because the, okay, so the first book, The Race Bargain, is um, is about this girl named Dana, and she's um, chased and tortured by demons in her nightmares, and oh. yeah, and she, you know, she doesn't know why, and she's desperate, she can't sleep, and she is found by this group of demon hunters, and they start helping her. Um, to learn magic to fight the demons and eventually they have to try and go to confront the demon king and it's it's this big crazy thing but we don't see a whole lot about the the demon hunters the group that helped her um, because you know the story's focused on her like we see them but we don't learn a whole lot about them so I'm using this prequel is five years before when the demon hunters discovered their powers and they got together 
and they formed the group and some stuff that went on with them. Well, I'm sold. I can't wait for that. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> um, so what was the hardest thing that you found um, when you were writing The Race Bargain? Um, the hardest thing? Well, just um, stylistically for writing, um, I have the same problem I think everybody has with showing versus telling mm-hmm. because I'm used to telling stories verbally and I say and you know she did this and he felt this way and it's hard to take yourself out of that mindset and put it a different way um and so I had to work on that a lot but um I think I think I'm getting the hang of it for the second one (laughs) good good um and then a final question Mm -hmm. what was your favorite scene to write oh gosh Okay, my favorite scene to write, I would say, oh gosh, I had several favorite scenes. I, I can't tell you about it. It's at the end, but <laughs> it's, clo- it's close to the end. But um, there's, there's this one scene that I wrote it and then I just started crying. <laughs> Those are the best kind of scenes where you yeah, have and all so, of the emotion. And like, yeah, and so I was like, I yeah <laughs> so that's, <laughs> probably, that's probably the best scene in the book I think and um well it's so perfect that's at the end then anyone's yeah feedback on that part <laughs> awesome oh my god can you hear that no oh that's okay then it's literally just it's just started pouring down with rain and it's so loud I can hear it oh it's raining here too <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh my god um yeah so well that's that's the end of the questions so thank you so much for being here um actually no i do have one more what is the one piece of advice you would give to anyone who wants to be a writer um my advice would be to start early as soon as you think you can do it start working on yourself then and i would say to hire a coach because having having a writing coach has been like night and day for me personally. Um, they help you. They give you guidance. They can be your cheerleaders. They can help you with mindset work. Um, they, they can tell you when you're doing something wrong and they can hold you accountable if you're like me and you have trouble sticking to stuff. <laughs> so if you can find a way to hire a coach, then I think that would be probably the number one investment. Yes. I wholeheartedly agree with you and I can say that because we both have the same writing coach. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Shout out to Pagan at Paperback Kingdom. She is amazing. (laughs) She is. Um, Yeah well thank you so much for coming on um, the podcast and I cannot wait to have you back on once you've put out your second book. I'm sure I'll have a lot more questions for you then. Okay yeah thank you so much. I love doing this. This was the Writer Centre Stage podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have any suggestions on who you'd like to see on the show, pop them in the comments below.